Keith Cutter, EMFRemedy.com. This episode is a deep dive into why many split heating and cooling appliances, which are a type of heat pump, are a terrible choice from an EMF perspective. But hang on. Why I included one in the design of my personal low EMF home, what types of remediation were used, and perhaps most interesting, why I'd make the same choice again, given the same objectives and constraints. It's my hope that this discussion will give insight into all this, as well as provoke thinking about the complexity of low EMF home design and construction, which is all about making choices based on personal budget and exposure goals for today, as well as choosing a strategic location which may yield best exposures in the future. Let's get started. EMF Remedy is dedicated to helping you understand which electromagnetic threats are present in your home, and whether in the context of your current home, one you're considering for purchase, or building a new home with comprehensive protection designed in, EMF Remedy can help you reduce your family's exposure to harmful, man-made electromagnetic radiation. So what the heck is a (laughs) mini-split? So a mini-split is a type of a heat pump appliance that's used for both heating and cooling. You've probably seen one in a residence or even in a business, and they have just, they've become all the rage. They are a very cost-effective way of providing both heating and cooling. So there's a lot of flexibility at a relatively modest price. There is an indoor part of the system. It's also called the air handler. That's the part you typically see, and there's one that you don't always see. It's the one on the outside of the building, and that one houses what's called the compressor unit as well as a large fan. So what are the EMF problems with the mini-split? Well, number one you might have RF emitted on purpose from your mini-split. And if you haven't purchased one yet and you're planning on it, don't buy one that has a wireless feature or don't get that option um, or have a plan with have, have a plan to deal with RF from the unit that you're considering if you're going to go ahead and buy it. That for sure needs to be remediated. If there were RF coming out of this unit, I definitely would not have purchased it and I would not use it in my home. I don't allow any RF in my home. Okay, so there will be localized AC magnetic fields. So be careful in the placement of both the inside and the outside units. This isn't unheard of. The larger the appliance, the larger the AC field that's going to surround that appliance. You need to plan the home in such a way that the fall off over distance of those localized magnetic fields are such that 
They won't affect your high-use areas. No problem. Third factor, the critical issue, which can't be entirely remediated, is dirty electricity. If you don't like the term dirty electricity, I don't blame you. I, don't, I, I didn't like it at first either. Um, perhaps another name that you might like better is conducted electromagnetic interference. And boy, does it interfere with my personal electromagnetic environment. And I'm not alone. I know dirty electricity interferes with a lot of people. So, why is so much dirty electricity produced by a mini-split? There's three reasons. Number one, variable speed motors are among the worst offenders in creating dirty electricity. We won't get into all the reasons here. Just understand, anytime you have a variable speed motor, it's a bad thing. It's going to produce dirty electricity. And this unit that I purchased has not one, not two, but three separate variable speed motors. So three times the trouble. And that's only the first reason why there's so much dirty electricity from these meters. The second is that, in my opinion, dirty electricity intensity is proportional to the current draw. And that's just a fancy way of saying the more power consumed by an appliance producing dirty electricity, the more dirty electricity will be produced. This unit consumes a good deal of current. Now, the last reason we have such copious dirty electricity production in a mini split is typically these units are 220 volts, so they draw current from both legs of a single phase residential service. So you are directly corrupting, directly polluting both legs at once. Maximum impact on all branch circuits throughout the home. So you say, what about using a dirty electric filter? Good idea. Good idea. You know, you don't have all the options that you do on dirty electricity that you would have with, say, trying to remediate something like RF. But a plug-in dirty electricity filter, we could think of that a bit like shielding with regard to RF. You have to use a whole house dirty electricity filter. Unfortunately, a single whole house dirty electricity filter was not enough for me. And this wasn't really a surprise because my electric utility that serves my home has legendary dirty electricity provided right from this bigot. In other words, if you didn't have anything going on in your home, what's delivered to you to make use of is really poor power quality. Your level of sensitivity to dirty electricity or your willingness to tolerate whatever level of dirty electricity might be different than mine. 
So what I did as a solution is I used two whole house dirty electricity filters. And the second filter is only turned on while running the mini split unit. I know not everybody would be willing to put up with such nonsense. But when you've been poisoned by EMF, um, you learn to make minimizing your non-native EMF exposures a real priority. Unfortunately, although it made it better, it was still not as good as I would have liked. I still feel it when it's running, even with two whole house units running. Why is that? Well, as I mentioned earlier, a dirty electricity filter is a bit like shielding for RF. And you may recall that when shielding for radio frequency radiation, no shielding is perfect. Some always gets through. And shielding with regard to RF is absolutely the right strategy in certain situations. I'm not saying you won't have a significant benefit just that there will be some residual amount. Same with dirty electricity filtering. The residual might be too much depending on the individual. And I'll just note briefly and then we'll move on that, you know, dirty electricity is not just an electrical phenomenon. There's a magnetic component here as well. And that's part of the reason. So here's the big question. Why in the world did I use a mini split in my house? Tell you what, designing and building a low EMF home always involves trade-offs. Even for me with a small budget and for the uber wealthy, always involves trade-offs. Now, I'm going to share with you what my priorities were, and your priorities might be different, but regardless of what the priorities are that you choose, you may have some areas where you need to compromise. So my number one priority was cost. Electromagnetic poisoning almost killed me. Um, It made it impossible for me to work for the first time in my life. That's after two full careers and owning and operating three businesses. I literally couldn't do anything to support my family. And it consumed all that we had. So I've only got what I've got. And cost is was of priority. So that's number one. Number two was a strategic location for the best long-term survivability. And I'm talking about population density and terrain for everyone. And for me, I wanted to be near my family members in the area. The last two priorities were RF shielding and electric field shielding. So with all of these things in mind, after having addressed all the other priorities, I didn't have enough money to purchase the HVAC system I really would have liked to have, one which would have created less non-native EMF in my home. But in the real world of low EMF home design, got to make some difficult 
choices. The last point here, though, is I am filled with gratitude. I don't lose any sleep at all in having to choose a mini-split, a compromise for my HVAC system. I consider my low EMF house a, a gift from God. Literally, seriously, it is a gift from God. So I'm filled with gratitude. I don't sweat having to have, make this decision. Given the same constraints, I would make the same decision if I had to do it all over again. My climate is such that I don't have to run this unit at all while I'm in the house. It may get a little warmer than I'd like on occasion, but I can deal with that. It may get a little cooler, but I've got a alternative heating for uh, alternative unit for heating. If I choose to run it on a given day, it's only for a short while. Your mileage might vary. So this has been a deep look at just one variable in low EMF home design. Lots of considerations to be made, as I've mentioned. So I hope this shed some light on the mini split and things you'd want to consider if and when you ever have to deploy one. And I'm going to encourage you, if you have the ability to, with your next home, incorporate some durable countermeasures, they will pay benefits for an entire lifetime. So you may want to start thinking in terms of trade-offs that you can make and incorporating durable countermeasures in your next home. So Keith Cutter, emfremedy.com. We'll see you next time.